This is a Rooster Teeth production. everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of annual pass this is the podcast where we talk about all things rides attractions theme park shows if it happens inside of a theme park it happens here on annual pass i'm your host jack patillo and of course joining me as always is my lovely talented and beautiful co-host bk hi Beaks. hello how are you doing this morning i'm doing great actually well rested oh that's good you just had a birthday congratulations <laughs> happy oh, birthday thank you yay so I'm, gl- I'm glad you're here you're not you know completely passed off from your birthday still that's good <laughs> i'm alive <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be a fun episode because we're actually going to be throwing our throwing it to ourselves in Florida. When we were out at Halloween Horror Nights uh, a few weeks ago, we actually got a chance to interview some really awesome people. We interviewed Charles Gray and Matt Flood, who are both senior show directors with Entertainment Creative Development at Universal Orlando Resort. So these are the guys basically in charge of Halloween Horror Nights. It's like they are at the top of the Halloween Horror Nights evil pyramid. <laughs> so, evil. And so we had a chance to talk to them and ask, and ask them a lot of questions. We actually had Mally uh, with us as well our our Halloween Horror Nights expert she was with us as well and so she got to jump in and ask some questions too and uh, yeah so hopefully you guys enjoy that but before we dive into a couple things a little housekeeping things make sure to follow us on social media we are annual underscore pass over on Twitter and Instagram we are annual pass pod over on TikTok we have some TikToks up right now also youtube.com slash annual pass if you want to see a video version of this podcast and also we have our vlogs up finally so by now I think we might maybe have our Halloween Horror Nights vlog up. I'm not 100% positive. Uh, we certainly have the, the one where uh, it was myself and Ben and, uh, and Katie. We all went to Disney or we went to Magic Kingdom and oh. we were wandering around there and then we did one where we were eating like this 50th anniversary hot dog Ooh. and it was horrible. Also, there's a video <laughs> of uh, myself and Dave Cobb and Ben. We went to Volcano Bay which I'd never been to before. Y'all are so cute in your swimmies. Uh, if you ever, if you want to see a lot of pale white skin, go ahead and watch <laughs> that vlog. It was a lot of fun. So, uh, But that was a blast and we have a bunch of Halloween Horror Nights. We shot so much stuff at Halloween Horror Nights that'll all be hitting the next few weeks. So youtube.com slash annual pass. Go check that out and watch all of those videos and comments. I read all the comments. I love them. It's so much fun. But before we dive into that, before we dive into our interview, I want to talk about one little piece of news that came out Ooh. last week that Universal just kind of threw out there. They sort of tweeted out there. So they tweeted something that says, update from Universal Orlando Resort. And it was, a, it was a longer post. It says, Universal Orlando Resort will soon begin work on bringing exciting new family entertainment to Universal Studios Florida that will immerse guests in the adventures of beloved animated characters. Okay? Okay. To make way for these new additions, Fievel's Playland, Woody Woodpecker's Nuthouse Coaster, yeah. Curious George Goes to Town, DreamWorks Destination, and Shrek and Donkey's Meet and Greet will close on January 16th, 2023. The last day of operation will be January 15th. The E.T. Adventure, Animal Actor Stage, SpongeBob Store Pants, including Meet and Greets with SpongeBob SquarePants and Friends, and Kids Own Pizza Company will remain open oh, thank for God. guests to enjoy. Oh my gosh. E.T.'s not going anywhere. I got so nervous, Jack. You almost <laughs> made me have a heart attack. <laughs> Stay tuned. More details about the new Experiences coming to Universal Studios Florida will be revealed in the months ahead. For the latest updates about the destination, visit UniversalOrlando.com. So, they just sort of dropped this. Like, by the way, we're shutting down a large swath of the park. And so, immediately, it's like, what's going to yeah, happen? What's, what's going on here? It? And like, so, the interesting thing for me personally is they just moved Shrek and Donkey to that new location. Yeah. Like, 
a month ago, maybe two months ago at this point, because Shrek, Shrek and Donkey used to be right across from Transformers. Yeah, more and, in the front, right? Yeah, and like the, uh, like basically when you walked out of Shrek 4D, they were kind of in front of you. Uh, they were part of the Monsters Cafe, which now the Monsters Cafe is being demolished or reworked, whatever they're going to do with it. So they moved Shrek and Donkey. They actually built them a brand new location out there by the kids zone, and now they're already closing it down. So... I, I'm curious, what do, you, what do you think they're going to be putting there? Because it could be anything. I don't know. They said animation, so yeah. I'm trying to figure out where to pull from, like when it's Universal. Like, I don't know what is the uh, the IPs that are available to speculate. So, you know, obviously uh, Universal in Hollywood, they have a whole DreamWorks area. Okay. And that's probably what's going to happen over there. So you're probably going to see Kung Fu Panda, Secret okay, Life of Kung Pets. Kung Fu Panda. Uh, you know, Shrek most likely too. Okay. But I just can't imagine them tearing down that whole Shrek thing after building it that soon. So... I, I imagine Shrek will be part of whatever this is going to be, maybe an expanded Shrek area, but right. I, I think it'll probably see Kung Fu Panda and a bunch of other of the um, Illumination characters as well. Um, but yeah, that's that really surprising. How to Train Your Dragon DreamWorks? That is, that is. But they're doing a whole How to Train Your Dragon land at Epic Universe. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so Burke and all of those coasters, all, all the dragon stuff, we're going to be at Epic Universe. Okay, fine. Okay, so I'm cool. So cool, you'll have cool, that. Cool. This is going to be, that'll be two years from now, 2025. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, anyway, let us know in the comments what you guys think it's going to be. I mean, it could be more Nintendo stuff. I mean, it could Ooh. be like Legend of Zelda. It could be Pokemon. Like, there's a lot of things it could be. So, you know, probably not Mario because Mario is going to be at Epic Universe. Right. Uh, but who knows? So let us know what you think. But anyway, I thought that was pretty cool. Kind of like hot news coming in right now. Our buddy Dave Cobb, he said it's going to be DreamWorks. So... We'll see. I don't know if he knows things or what, but Insider you know, secrets. He, maybe, maybe. So <laughs> anyway, that's pretty fun. So uh, but now without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into our interview with Charles and Matt to talk all about Halloween Horror Nights. And also you can hear uh, what I think should be the absolute next house for Halloween Horror Nights. It was a fun one. So let's go to it. Let's talk Halloween Horror Nights. We have some very, very special guests with us right now. We've got Charles Gray and Matthew Flood, who are both senior show directors of creative development. At Halloween Horror Nights, welcome, gentlemen, to the Annual Pass Podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having us. We uh, so uh, I I'm, I'm a fan of Halloween Horror Nights. I've been you know I went back in 2005. I went last year. Went this year. We've got BK who's been around for a long time. She's done a few of them as well. Yes. And yes. then we've got Mally who is our Halloween Horror Nights expert. And I've got a feeling Mally is going to just burn your ears off over the next you know 20 30 minutes <laughs> yes. or so. Yes. But I'm very excited. First of all, number one, congratulations on an amazing Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, we we've had the opportunity now. We went two nights in a row. We went on Saturday Sunday. Sunday night, and we got to do the uh, behind the screams tour, and got to see all the like lights on of uh, of, of Deadman's or of uh, Deadman's Pier, and uh, and it was awesome. And then Fiesta de Chupacabras, it was it was beautiful. And I'm just excited to talk to you guys about Halloween Horror Nights. This this is so cool. How did you guys get your start with Halloween Horror Nights? Wow, um, I was actually a character in 1994, five somewhere in there. Oh, so one of the first ones, I imagine. <laughs> yes. Then. Okay. And, uh, it was just me and a big vat of acid. Uh, so I had like three <laughs> foggers on me. I had a two by four, and I just uh, screamed a lot. That was that was wow. that was the extent of my career. It was there, terrifying. Right? <laughs> Which house is that? Was that Dungeon of Terror? It was called the Boneyard. Ooh. The Boneyard. And it was like a double run. And then I was Ozzy Osbourne in one of the um, Bill and Ted shows. No, no way. It was my real hair. Oh wow! <laughs> and then I was the Family Guy two years after that. So. Wow. Cool. So yeah, you have some history with Halloween Horror Nights. Yes, yes. And then I was, uh, yeah, so I think HHN 23 was my first year as a show director. Wow, okay. So Matt, how'd you get into it? 
2007 was the first time I jumped in on some uh, show direction stuff. I had a couple houses that year and saw the massive scope and awesomeness and fell in love. And yeah. That's that's the year I went. So yeah. that's why I'm like oh, freaking out. That's yeah. like the year I went. So I'm like, oh, we're going to talk. Sorry. I'm like <laughs> geeking out already. Yeah. See, you see how fun it is to geek out about it Halloween is. Horror Nights? That's, why, that's my whole shtick. Well, but before, before I let you guys go nuts with Halloween Horror Nights, I want to point out one thing. So, uh, Charles, you actually worked on the horror makeup show, which like that is my favorite attraction at any so theme park. No you were there as well? Yeah, you guys were both on the horror makeup show? I think we did a few shows together. We did a few shows together. <laughs> yeah, the oh wolf my the one time, and then you were like a co-host another time, and the host another time. Yeah, yeah, so we, and then and then he was a show director, and daily ops for that show, and gave me notes. Oh wow! <laughs> Amazing. There was there was like the what like a six month overlap there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so man, that fun. yeah that 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 attraction that show is one of my favorite shows ever because it feels like. Unlike a lot of other shows you see, you kind of guys have you have freedom to sort of you know take the script but embellish as much as you want. And there's really you know it's it's you know gentle ribbing of the audience, but you're very much like, it feels like if the audience is cold, that's almost better for the hosts because you guys just pry stuff out of the people on stage. And for the most part, it looks like y'all are just making making yourselves laugh, which oh, which absolutely. I love. That's hundred percent. That's always that's always the goal whenever I make stuff. I just try to make people with me laugh. I don't care if anyone's listening to it, but it's like if I can make my friends laugh, then it's all good. And that's that's so cool. So I, anyway, I I love. I love the horror makeup show. Yeah, it's yeah. so great. Been watching since it was The Fly. Apparently, there was a, a whole bit with the gorillas in the mist that I didn't even know about. Apparently, they had like a gorilla at one point in like the early, early, early versions of the show. So I, yeah, I'm, that one was before my time. But yeah, I feel like I saw a video of something with a gorilla. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's... I can't confirm. Oh man. Yeah. Okay, that's all I had to ask about the horror makeup show. So <laughs> I, I'll let Mally. Do you have any questions for these gentlemen about Halloween Horror Nights Thirty One? Oh my gosh. Okay, uh, where to start? I <laughs> guess I would love to start with understanding, you know, you guys do such incredible original houses, but you guys also have the IP houses. So how does that process work? Do you guys create a wish list and you kind of go to, you know, the top dogs and say, hey, can you just like connect us with these folks and we'd like to do a house for them? Or do they come to you? Because I know the weekend came to y'all this year, but you know, how does that kind of work? Uh, well, it's 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 a mix. It's yes. a mix okay. of everything okay, because, cool. um, uh, and you know, it's it's not really a secret in the sense that you know, marketing knows uh, that that an IP will drive you here. So you're from mm -hmm. another state. You're not sure if you want to come to the event, but if your favorite movie and show are here, you're gonna you're gonna come here. So a yeah. lot of times, if you've never been, you're gonna come for that experience. Once you're here, then we have these original tales that then grab you. <laughs> grab you. <and laughs> Wait, don't touch you me. In. I thought they weren't allowed to touch you. No, the yeah. stories. The yeah, stories yeah, yeah. grab you. Grabs yes. your heart. Meta metaphorically. <laughs> yes. Um, and then, so then, uh, people repeat and they become fans of our original tales. But, you know, an, an original story isn't necessarily going to drive you here for the first time. So mm -hmm. it's a good balance and mix. Um, we also try to align with the West Coast and the East Coast alignment on a lot of the IPs, too. Okay. Um, which is actually, I find very fascinating that even if we land on the same story, it's a completely different experience because of where they're built. Um, you know, it's just the little little bits and pieces are different, which makes it a completely different yeah. experience. Walking through the same titled house, it's a different house, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No, and, and you know, uh, the group that... Uh, is actually deciding on you know our brands that we're using or whatever that group consists of entertainment marketing it's all these different voices and and there's not like one name or one person that is like making the final like this is this is the thing mm -hmm. um there is a lot of you know us just discussing it or uh 
you know, uh, people above our heads discussing it. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, so it's different every year, and that makes it, I think, you know, what we arrive at ends up being amazing for the guests because a lot of different voices have helped create a very diverse slate of entertainment. So yeah. I'm just going to throw something out there for you. I, you know, I, I, as soon as this year wraps up, I imagine you're looking at the next one. I'm just going to say Dead Space. Uh, you know, if you're, if you're ever curious about video game IPs, I mean, that, that would be pretty rad. You know, visit the Ishimura. Anyway, that's a whole. That's 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 my that would be my dream house if that ever does pop up. I imagine you guys have your own. Have you have you had a dream house that you've thought about and then made it happen? Is there anything you've already had up there that you're like, we managed to pull this off? Like I, I imagine like Ghostbusters, Beetlejuice, like those to me would be the ones that I'm like, we we got it. We got we got. Ghostbusters, like that would that would make me so excited. I think Poltergeist was one that was like, I don't know if we can do that. And then, and then, honestly, I feel it's one of our best houses we've ever done uh, in the past. So. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, you have any favorites? I, I mean, it's the really recent. I was very excited about working on Halloween this year. Nice, because uh, I was not a part of uh, the original 1978 when we did it before, and so this was just really exciting for me to to get to see that one come to life yeah and you guys really transport folks to Haddonfield you've got this road realty sign you have those nice little tight corridors with the sheets so when you guys are conceptualizing houses like that um how do you guys plan kind of what the big set pieces are and the scares that sort of surround them whether that's for IP or for your original houses each time it's going to be different for but sure. to to that answer what you're looking for is the whole thing to feel good together. Mm. So the wow moment may not be the opening scene or it may be the opening scene, kind of depending on what you're going for. Uh, If you know this is this brand of horror, this is this type of scare, we've got to set them up for this thing that's coming, Mm -hmm. let's make sure we give them this wow moment first, or we need to make them feel very claustrophobic at first, or we need to make sure that they understand where they are or this won't work. Right, you the know? setting sometime yeah. is like um, the driving force, I see. And so you really need to think about the guest experience. Uh, what are they thinking walking in? And uh, make sure that it works for somebody who's like, I know nothing about anything horror, and I'm here with my friends to have fun. And it's also really fun for the person who's like, I know everything from the wiki. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. I appreciate the point at me. That was, that was good. Yeah. That was I pointed good. directly at yeah. you. But for real, you want it to be engaging for anyone entering so you have to think about all that right you got you got to be uh we we talk about it being like polaroids i know it's an old thing but um <laughs> oh no it's got a resurgence Every, does it uh, gen okay. z is very into polaroids right oh, now good. as far as i know i'm also no. not that young all right y'all yeah. reel it in okay <laughs> she is, she is I mean, you've got to for, for the houses for the street zones you have to be able to walk in and immediately know what the story is right mm-hmm. you can't be too um you have to be very overt, I guess, when yeah. you walk in. Yeah. And you you just get a quick snapshot, and that's all the time you have. Now, we might spend a little more time in there, but you don't want people trying to figure it out as right. they move through it. they got to know what it is. Place? So. Yeah, you don't want that. Yeah. Now, once in a while, we do, we'll do we do a more surrealistic type of scene or something that, that is confusing, but it's on purpose. And usually we've bookended it with something grounded so that you go, oh, I'm in a fever dream or... You know, uh, I'm in a room full of mattresses and, you know, pea soup or whatever, you know. So it's yeah. like, oh, I know what this is, you know. So 
<laughs> now, I'm curious. So, uh, what? So, your title is senior show director. What does that exactly mean when you're here at the Halloween? We're show Hornets, directors so. that are old. <laughs> <laughs> or I thought maybe like Hispanic, your senior yeah. show directors. <laughs> no, so, we, yeah, yeah we, so there's, what, there's, what is sort of the hierarchy of it? Yeah, where there's different levels. There's senior show directors underneath that, show director, assistant show directors, and performance coordinators, um, each kind of holding a different responsibility. Um, we have different uh, performance coordinators, and they're the ones that have very specific, for instance, uh, two street zones and three houses or something like that. Okay. And that's their job every night throughout the event and operating, getting to know the cast, uh, making sure that the scares are great, they're safe uh, throughout the night. You might have an assistant show director that is part of, say, half of the event, either all streets or all houses or half and half. Um, and then a show director that's overseeing the whole operation uh, during that time. Also, along with that, um, again, because this takes a long time to make, we we're talking about things in June for the next year. So a lot of times the show director themselves will take on the heavy load of, of, of seeing a lot of these things come to pass with uh, walks or generating documents and stuff. So it takes a huge team. Our huge job is effort. highly collaborative. Yes. Yeah. Very, very collaborative. Yeah. I was, going. I was going to ask about that. So do you guys, I mean, obviously do you work as a pair? Do you, I mean, do you kind of like say, okay, you'll take on this or like, oh, this is more sort of my baby. This is my thing. I'll take care of that. Or is it just a general division of labor? How does I it work with you guys? I his brain all the time because mm -hmm. he's brilliant. But we <laughs> do actually have to work separately most of the time. He'll yeah. be on one story. I'll be on another. Okay. But we have three designers, like scenic designers. So so if you take okay. the three of them, and I'll work with Manuel, he's working with Dylan, and then the next house I'll work with Nick. And so we kind of rotate around. So each house may have a different combination. So each house has their own personality and character, too. And you'll notice that as you go through. Not only diverse in the story we're telling, but on who created it. Okay. It sounds like everybody kind of leaves their own fingerprints. And sometimes I know that those come across as little Easter eggs hidden throughout the house, whether that's to past houses or to people who work on the team. So while people are going through, obviously it's a little dark and sometimes a little hard to see, but what should people be looking out for uh, during this year for Halloween Horror Nights? Are there any Easter eggs that you guys can share with us? If that's an interest, I would say get the daytime tour for sure okay. because it's lights on and you get the full... Um, uh, story, but also if you're someone who's nervous it's your first time or scared, mm -hmm. then I would do the lights on tour first so you see the house mm -hmm. with the lights on and you kind of <laughs> see where people are coming from and then you go experience it at night and it it really adds that extra layer of fun. And it is kind of the fun to discover the stuff online find the somebody has taken a picture and like is this from such and such year mm -hmm. and is this an easter egg to this and like if for those who really enjoy it i feel like some of it is the hunt that's mm. fair that's fair right and uh for me i i just uh had kind of a fun time of how many uh different places can we put 31 31 is everywhere <laughs> it, you know it's cheesy but i love it and i love the fact that this year was just halloween horror night celebrating halloween it was such a fun thing to bring to life we're all we're we're nerds and geeks about this stuff we're fans too so nice. um we share that with the people visiting one of my favorite uh sounds a little morbid but hey it's hhn um <laughs> All the, the decor bodies that we use. Yes. 
we store them and they each have their own name. They take a picture of them at the end of the year if we're going to reuse it, um, and they will store it in a place called the morgue. <laughs> and then they each have their name. And then as we start the new year, we're like, okay, uh, we have, um, you know, uh, descendants of destruction. We have a, a body that's hanging out of the uh, subway car. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, let's use Ralph. Ralph is a great, <laughs> a great body piece. And, and you're not sure because they kind of disintegrate a little bit. Like sure. maybe this year it was yeah. we just made it. It's or it's a, a it's fresh, right? fresh, yeah, yeah, yeah. fresh. fresh and then and then maybe we needed it like up against the wall or something. So oh, next year we have it, but its arms kind of eh, so now it doesn't have an arm. But Ralph's still awesome, so we're gonna put him over here. And yeah. It's just fun to I, you get to know these bodies. <laughs> <laughs> you know Ralph, and yeah. you're excited yeah. to see Ralph again. There he Ralph? is this year. So <laughs> some fans recognize certain props or decor yeah. pieces that make it year to year. Well, I mean, on that note, Lil Boo, like Lil Boo, is a thing that last year just kind of exploded, and and I love that y'all sort of embraced it. You know, it was like it felt like you know Lil Boo just kind of came out of uh, like what an Instagram photo or something, and then someone was like, well, you know, look at this little cute guy and then the hhn account was like that's Lil boo and then suddenly Lil boo is everywhere mm -hmm. to the point where Lil boo's on merchandise this year and like it's so great that it's just like that one little easter egg became this giant thing and that you guys kind of rolled with it it wasn't like oh no we can't can't do it. it's like no, no no let's let's go nuts with it and like i love reading the hhn twitter account it's so sassy it's so good <laughs> so good but uh yeah it's 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 been a lot of fun and like you know hearing Ramon talking about you know Fiesta did Chupacabras was was so great and the guy the way you're approaching all that is just really really awesome and I love hearing all these new voices you know and their takes on horror and it's got to be a blast for you guys sort of seeing these you know these up and comers like what what's the what's the idea this year and sort of throwing that out there has anything caught you off guard that you were like wow oh I never thought of that and every year stuff catches us off guard I, I yeah. feel like we have a good educated guess on what's gonna hit what's not what's the best scare the list goes on but i'm always surprised i'm yeah. always surprised and i will say that the characters are the ones that can really elevate something yeah. very quickly um you, you'll see a certain character become like a star of the house because they're just so energetic and so hitting that you know it might be a simple trigger of just a jump out but it becomes this huge thing that we didn't necessarily plan that we just wanted you know a, a a person to come out and scream and then it just blows up and it's the scariest thing ever you know um so that's always exciting to see what they do with the how they drive the car we've created right right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of scariest thing ever what is the scariest house that you guys have experienced personally i i have a, a fun story for this because it goes back to my first year doing this Ooh. um 2007 i got to uh walk into um, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre with no one else in there. And I spent two hours just walking through and getting to know the house. Uh -huh. And it, it, it was a very surreal experience for me. Uh, that was, I, I walked out just kind of having to shake it off a little bit because, yeah. I, I've been to that year. That house yeah. is, for me, that was the scariest house of that year next to the clowns because I don't do clowns. But <laughs> the it is immersive. It's storytelling. It's like the movie. And let me tell you, like, I walked into there and I felt uncomfortable. <laughs> like, very much. Like, yeah. I, I'm running on the way out. And that was, like, one of the houses where I can't forget. So that's yeah. crazy that you bring that yeah. one up. So that's awesome. And, and, I mean, you know, that has to do a lot, too. Like, I was getting introduced to the event on that side of it mm, gotcha. and, and so uh i i have 
definitely had many, many great experiences since then. But it's one that it's a fun story to tell. <laughs> the um, there's a new announcement, like when we're we're implementing audio into the um, houses. Uh, before the the tech will turn on the audio and say and uh, audio going live in mm-hmm. three seconds or something like that yeah, yeah. they didn't used to have that years ago so you would just be in a house by yourself not realize somebody's in there and they'll just pop on the audio realize that there's i thought it was alone in yeah. here okay. yeah. that scream so. didn't sound recorded that one was real yeah <laughs> well now uh, you know speaking of like you know sort of the you know the halloween horror night's been around so long one cool thing for me that i really dig is the whole idea of boris schuster and like sort of this narrative that carries across multiple years multiple houses it feels like it was something someone spotted a name on a window and it's like hey let's run with this and how much planning goes in that because like this year you guys released a record with like more information like are you involved with that process is this something that you take into account when you're making houses well there's uh we were talking about the collaboration um one of our good friends who's no longer with us but rick spencer he uh, worked a lot of stuff with tj and in years past and so when we were creating that house we really went back and combed over everything that they created to be faithful to it but also to further the story mm-hmm. too so we had that fun um idea of uh going back to the night that hhn opened that date and have that be the time that the guy in the found all the stuff in the attic and the released all you know so yeah, yeah it's like layered stores but if you don't know any of that stuff it's still okay you go through and you get it you know yeah, and yeah. that's one thing that we hold each other accountable for we always question each other on is like okay take all that story away you still getting what's going on and mm-hmm. that's the most important thing but then we love to go back in and layer all the onion layers and if you peel back you see little easter eggs and little things that will again we keep documents we'll go back make sure we're kind of following the tale and hey it's our story right so if you're talking to ramon say ramon works on something a decade from now and goes oh what did charles create and let me let me tweak the story a little bit that's okay yeah you know yeah. none of us owns it it's just yeah. we're just adding layers to this mythos i mean most horror HHN. movies don't even know their own canon and the amount of canon <laughs> that you guys have kept straight is seriously impressive oh, it sounds like if, if it's your ip it's like free game so i have a question about like external ip like wh- are there any struggles or difficulties trying to make that adaptation like now you had halloween here and you had blumhouse this year how do you work with those people and to create those houses is there any hurdles you have to face like do they give you rules and say hey we need these scenes this thing make it happen um it's it's different with each group okay um and that's might sound like a cop-out but it's true Um, for example universal pictures when we were working with the monsters encouraged us to uh kind of give a modern take a modern uh uh, tale that we've created so it's in a way it's kind of an original tale but we're taking and being faithful to the characters but amping them up in a more modern way whereas we might get another we'll come up with some ideas we'll submit them to the ip and they go ah we love everything but maybe not this and this or you know Mm -hmm. and so it's a collaboration um back and forth but they trust us with their with their baby, I love that. <laughs> we, yeah. we try to take care of it it's because yeah. we're again we're fans too, so right. we want to make sure we tell it the best way we can. Yeah. Yeah. Have, oh, you, that's awesome. have you ever had an IP that was just like go nuts, have fun, like, do whatever you want, feel, throw our characters in, but do whatever you want, like have fun? You definitely get um, them wanting you to bring ideas, and, and I mean that's what our job is is to create the Halloween Horror Nights version of of their brand, but. Um, 
there's always going to be a collaboration. And again, it, I, I know I say that word way too much, <laughs> but it's the thing that becomes the most exciting piece of it all. Whether you're working with another brand who has, you know, said, yeah, you know, we would, we've partnered with you. We have this, this agreement, you know, let's move forward and uh, getting to look at what was previously created what made that work and then what will work for what we do because it is a different uh media totally different media 100%. right yeah, yeah. so uh you have to uh really think f- with our expertise and our our experience from the past and bring that into that type of storytelling and i think that's appreciated by the brands as well they love seeing like oh you guys did what we did and and you know <laughs> yeah yeah well, even stuff like last year, Beetlejuice, like that was a great house for me. I loved it. I mean, I grew up on those movies. So it's like, you know, basically living through Beetlejuice was such a neat experience. Like, wow, I, I saw this in the movie. Now I'm in the attic. Like, there's the model. Like, all, all of that stuff was great. And, and I'm, I'm so sad I missed out on the Ghostbusters house because that was the one I'm like, I would love to see that. And I've, I've watched videos and I imagine you guys have like archives of all the house. Do you, do you go through and document everything so that you can then? Wow. Oh, man. Wow. I would love to see those. Where's those... the vault? I know. <laughs> I want to visit the morgue and I want to visit whatever Halloween Horror Nights library I assume you all have. <laughs> <laughs> There's a one. We. <laughs> this is a funny side story. But <laughs> we'll take like uh, uh, a final scare outside the house sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there was a year I think we did Insidious where we had a bridge in between the two tents so people were exiting the house and we set up a camera and recorded like people getting scared by this character that was far away from the exit so they're already talking like wow i really like that and you boom and, you hit, and just people just drop into the ground screaming and we're like behind the camera just giggling like little school girls <laughs> do you guys have like a, like a blooper reel type thing where it's like you guys just collect footage over no, time no, like, we, we just it's all up here, okay. all up here. Yeah. i'm pointing at my head for the <laughs> Awesome. Well, Charles and Matt, thank you so much. Congratulations again on an amazing year of Halloween Horror Nights. Like this is incredible. I mean, now I mean I've I've done two in a row now, so I have to. I, this is my thing. I've got to come every single year and see what you guys have in store. We're and, already working on twenty three, and it's already wow. shaping up to be awesome. And just go ahead and come next year. And just right now, is let us know one of the houses that's going to happen next year. Just tell tell our audience. Yeah. Well, it's, it's going to be. <laughs> I thought we had it. I thought we had it. <laughs> so close. Dang it. Excellent. Well, guys, thank you so much. I appreciate your time, and uh, and congratulations again. Enjoy the rest of your, your spooky season. Absolutely. You Everybody buy your tickets because nights are selling out. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks, guys. Thank you. And that was that. How cool was that? Awesome. That was your first time to record at the Radio Broadcast Center, right? Yeah, that was, first of all, wild. Amazing. <laughs> I want to record in a space like that always. Universal, you, you are amazing. I love you. Uh, but second of all, being able to talk to, like, the creators, yeah. like, the, 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 the originators. The, like The dudes who are making the plans. They do the things. Yeah. They have the power. I, oh, I geeked out. I'm so happy you let me be able to, like, <laughs> freak out because I wanted to ask so many questions. I know. We could have kept them there all night. I was, totally. I was watching their PR person, like, like five minutes. Like, no, no, we need 50 minutes. <laughs> no, Please. Man, it, it was so cool. And it's so nice for Universal to bring us out there as well. Like that that was a blast. We had a great time. We spent did two nights of Halloween Horror Nights, yes. saw every house, every scare zone, ate tons of food. Yeah. It was it, it was so cool. And I loved it. I mean, Halloween Horror Nights is so unique and so special. And I'm, I'm so happy we've got to do the last couple of years. And I'm happy you got to bring you as well. I was so excited. I literally kind of want to go every year now. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie. That might be my early birthday present to myself. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we can make it happen for annual pass. And Ooh. then we'll, well, you know, we'll make content out of it too so 
<laughs> Listen, just say the word, okay? Awesome, awesome. All right, well, uh, thank you very much. So now is the point of, the, of the, the the podcast episode where I ask you a question of the audience and you guys answer, and we do our live streams. I think our next live stream is coming up, uh, let's see, the 9th. So it is uh, It is going to be November 9th. So I think this episode- The day after this episode comes the out. The day after this episode comes out. So if you're watching Or the this, day this episode comes out, depending on if you're a first member, yeah. all that other good stuff. So if you're if you're listening to this on Spotify or somewhere like that, it's probably coming out today. So on, no, on November 9th, we have a live stream where we're going to be talking, you know, going through all these answers of questions that I ask you guys during the podcast. And also, we'll probably be doing something Extra Life related too, because it is mm. like the weekend before Extra Life, or the yes. week before Extra Life. So we'll probably do something Extra Life related as well. But uh, yeah, my question for you, We've always talked about the houses and stuff and like mm-hmm. what, what would be your favorite house? What would you do? What would you do for a scare zone? Ooh. So it's a little bit different because, you know, these are people just passing through. It's not like you can't really stop them. There's no corridors. What would be your ideal scare zone for a Halloween Horror Nights? So that could, you know, it's a little bit different, like a sort of different take on it. And I'm curious to see what you guys come up with because there could be some good ones. So yeah, you I have any know. ideas? No. Um, I I'm been on Evil Dead kick, so okay. like you know, like a good Deadite zone would be sick. I'll swallow your soul, like yes, lots of profanity. <laughs> <laughs> well, Halloween Horror Nights there tends to be lots of profanity from the the people walking through. Maybe yes. not the crew members. Maybe not but... the crew, not the scares. <laughs> yeah. So let us know over in the comments over at RoosterTeeth.com. Again, we go through all of those and read all of them. And if we pick your answer on a live stream we will mail you a theme park map autographed by myself beaks and jeff as well so it's pretty cool so go check that out and go watch our live stream today over at rooster teeth and over at youtube.com slash annual pass and uh yeah i'm still working on my lego set we've also got a cool thing we're building a new character we're building the mascot for annual pass and so and also bk's got uh, something really cool that i'm going to surprise her with during the stream right now i don't know if i mess this up because math is hard uh if you are a first member listening to this right now Finish the episode. Thank you for listening. Then go over to roosterteeth.com. We'll have our live stream going at 2 p.m. or over at youtube.com slash annual pass. We'll be live. We'll be talking with everybody. If you're a public for a member, ben. go find the VOD on the website ben. or our YouTube site and it'll check be it out, out there. there. Yeah, ben. exactly. Ben, you, you totally missed time. Yeah, next Wednesday. So yeah, so if you're first member, you'll be able to watch it. But if you're watching on YouTube or Spotify or something like that, no, it's sorry. It was yesterday. Look, man, I, <laughs> math is hard. Sorry, okay? not sorry. <laughs> but in December, we'll do another one in December. So We uh, got you. And I'll tell you right now, the December one too, I'll probably be, we'll probably do another charity thing because we're raising money for St. Jude's oh, yeah. because we're doing a uh, marathon weekend in January. And so we're raising money for them because they're supporting us for Marathon Weekend. So maybe you'll do something wild. Ben, can we get a treadmill, you think, for a live stream? You think that's something we can do? If I give you a month's heads up. My brain is so focused huh? on Extra Life. I'm just worried about why you <laughs> no, want no, a treadmill. No, 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 I didn't. I'm not in the rope job run crew no, I'll, yet. I'll, I don't, I'll don't. do it. I can, I'll, do the, I'll do the treadmill. No, I'm okay. worried that's going to be me. I'm going to be off to the side running and fact checking things. <laughs> <laughs> can we get three treadmills? Is no! that possible? Can we build Lego while doing treadmill? Take I'll see out. what I can do. I don't want it. <laughs> Thank you very much, everyone, for watching and listening to Annual Pass. It really does mean the world to us. Don't forget, also, we have new merchandise coming very, very soon to the store. I think the end of this month, around like Cyber Monday, Black Friday, we have some cool stuff coming very soon. Uh, you can go right now, store.roosty.com, pick up some stuff. I've got my Annual Pass shirt on. we got some cool pins and hats and shirts and all that stuff. So go check that out. It supports our show. And uh, yeah, thank you very much, everyone. We love you. BK, you feel like you learned anything today at all? Oh my gosh, yeah, I learned too much. My brain's overloaded. <laughs> just recalling all the stuff we've talked about. I I, I'm, uh, take me back. I know. I just want to go back. I want to go back. Take and watch, me back. Gotcha, uh, go watch Nightmare Fuel again, too. That was <laughs> a lot of fun. That'll wake you up. So love you guys. Thank you very much. Stay safe if you're out there, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye, everyone. See ya. See ya.